Alright, welcome everybody to uh, Rob Zagari, Rob Zagari Show. We are live. Yes, we are. We are live. I gotta turn this stupid thing. How's that? Yeah, that looks better. It's alright. Oh, man. Where do we begin? That's the question. Where do we begin? I got all these computer monitors in front of me. Don't forget, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, listen to us on Spreaker, listen to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, listen to us on iTunes. Well, iTunes is, um, I mean, you could go there now, but it's not live. The only two places you can listen to us live, or three places, is iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Blog Talk. And then, of course, after the show, you can uh, listen to it with iTunes and all the other downloads, so. Just wanted to throw that out there. Just trying to remind everybody. Oh, man, they, man, so they got to clean this this microphone because it smells like ass. I'm just saying, this microphone. It smell. I know it's a little drastic. People are saying, "Well, why does your mouth smell like ass?" It's a combination, I think, of the coffee and soda and just the daily. Uh, mouth funk that one gets. So, got to, uh, got to, got to, uh, got to fix that because, yeah, it's stinky. All right. So, where do we want to go? Our fit, hey, real quick, there's not a real bit about it. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, our favorite, um, GOP pundit, Anna Navarro. Anna Navarro, she's on uh, Trevor Noah. Did you guys see that? Our, our favorite GOP pundit, Anna Navarro. You know, the one that, pussy, 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 pussy. You know what she reminded me of? Uh, the uh, Cheech Marin character from Dust Till Dawn. Do you remember that? I know it's going way back in the 90s, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 90s kid. Remember? Right in the beginning, and they roll up, and uh, Cheech Marin is like the, uh, he's like the, uh, the the whore master, and he's like, come in, we got uh, small pussy, big pussy, little pussy, stinky pussy. That, that that's Anna Navarro. That's Anna Navarro. Scotty, Scotty, you got to understand what Anna Trumpet does. He got booty, 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 booty. Oh yeah, yeah. What's going to happen after the election? What's going to happen after the election to all these... These jerk-offs? Anna Navarro. Even... I mean, listen, I know uh, she speaks for our side, but... Even Scotty and and Jeffrey Lord, where where are they all going to go? Where are they all going to go? Like I said yesterday, they're not real good defenders because they're still getting a paycheck. They're still getting a paycheck from CNN, so if they push too hard, they get yelled at. They push too hard, they get yelled at. But just thought I'd throw it out there. Anna Navarro, the dirty, I mean, what a dirty mouth she's got. So I just thought I'd throw that with you. Because that, uh, 
If you Trump supporters don't believe her, then why should anybody believe Juanita Broadwick? Why should anybody believe Paula Jones? If you're going to bring up something from 35 years ago and say people should care and, and people should believe, then yet say, oh, okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll get to that. But I want to get to this other piece. And it was echoed in Politico. If you, if you read Politico, they're another establishment rag. They're another propaganda wing of the left. Just, an, just another... It's countless. But it started with Brian uh, Seltzer. You ever seen this guy? He's on uh, CNN. Kind of looks like a little troll. Unhealthy. It's obvious he doesn't go without desserts. He definitely doesn't exercise. Very, very, just very unhealthy. Just unhealthy. Very unhealthy. Eventually, he will uh, die of a heart attack or something uh, that is associated with um, overeating. So, this new concern, and it's funny, because I hate to echo uh, the famous words of uh, Reverend Wright about, uh, what do they say, the, 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 the hens have come home to roost, or the roosters have, have, have come home to, well, whatever it is. But all these years, all these years, we have been beaten up, just just beaten up by the press, by the left, by the entertainment industry, by everybody who is not Republican and portions of the Republican Party, the establishment, the ones who profit handsomely off just being part of the system. The John McCain's, Chuck Grassley's, you know, people that have been in Congress for 30 years. And nothing has ever gotten done. They don't get in and get out in like 10 or 12 or 15 years and go, I've accomplished everything that I've wanted to accomplish. But for all these years, they have been beating the snot out of tens of... 20s, 30s of millions of people. And when you say, hey, this system is effed up. Hey, this is corrupt here. You're told you're crazy. You're told it's all in your head. 
You know, it's like that girlfriend or that boyfriend that uh, that cheats on you. And you go, hey, I think there's something going on. And they go, no, it's going on up here. It's in your head. It's all made up in your head. You're the crazy. And they leave and you're like, oh man, maybe I am crazy. Maybe I'm just this paranoid boyfriend. And they make you feel like that. And that's what the left, that's what the entertainment business, that's what the media and the establishments on the Republican side have done for years and years and years and years and years. And anytime you bring it up, they call you a conspiracy theory. The ones on the left call you a conspiracy theorist. Call you an Alex Jones cuckoo. An InfoWars nut job. Oh, you believe in chemtrails? You believe in aliens? You believe... You're a kook pot. You're a... And then the establishment on the right says, well, you you can't act like that. You're never getting anything done. You have to compromise. You have to give in here. You have to give in there. You just have to do what we tell you and everything will be okay. Uh, Okay. So you got to vote for Bob Dole. You got to vote for John McCain. You got to vote for George Bush. You got to vote for Mitt Romney. Okay. All right. Then you do all these things and nothing changes. You got to vote for XYZ. We need Congress. Okay. Okay. Now what? Well, now we need the Senate. Okay. Now what? Bah. Well, we need the White House. Wait, 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 why do you guys keep moving this finish line? <laughs> what are you doing? You keep moving it. You keep telling us we just got to get to the 10. Then you say it's the 20. Then we get to the 20. And it's the 30. Then we get to the 30. And every year, all these people's lives haven't gotten better. Gotten a little bit worse. Just a little bit worse. And it might not necessarily be in the pocketbook. But maybe, maybe, it's something to do with their religion. Maybe it has something to do with their value. Maybe it has something to do with television. Who knows? Who knows? But it's something in their lives that doesn't get better might not get drastically worse but it doesn't get better something that they've been promised is not happening and they've been promised year after year after year And anytime somebody points to something going on, well, what about this? What about that? Ah. Ah, don't worry about it. You're crazy. You're nuts. Stop. In due time. Well, all this anger is now finally starting 
to boil over. Because for the first time, there's actually proof. And we talked about this yesterday. We talked about it a week ago. Talked about it two weeks ago. There's actually proof. There's black and white proof. So all of these conspiracies, all of the Alex Jones references, all of the InfoWars talk has all been a rouge. As the left would say, it's been debunked. Because now you're seeing rather it's Andrea Mitchell from MSNBC or New York Times reporters or debate moderators or people in the Obama administration you're now seeing all the things that everybody has always thought but we're told they're cuckoo and you're seeing Republicans conspire with Democrats It's like the cat's out of the bag. The cat's out of the bag. All these people now go, hey, everything we thought 10 years ago and we were told we were crazy is actually true. They're the crazy ones. And so now you actually see real anger. Because before, you had Tea Party anger. But that was always tamped down. Because when you said, they just want to take our guns, people went, you're crazy. Well, now you have videos coming out where people like Russ Feingold are saying, yeah, when Hillary gets elected... She's going to use executive orders and take the guns. I mean, there's this whole video, this, this hidden video. There's hidden video talking about voter fraud. Again, these are all things that people have said goes on. And we're told, you're crazy. You're nuts. You're a cuckoo bird. Now, you got to understand something. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Trump has really just been a vessel. Listen, in the primaries, uh, those of you who've listened to this show for the last year and a half, two years, long before there was the presidential primaries long before that if you've been listening to this show we've talked about a third party we've talked about things that we need in this country we talked about the media being corrupt 
And when the primary started and Trump was in, I said, it's almost, it's almost better if he doesn't win the primary because he can get screwed over by the Republican Party and then in turn, the millions and millions and millions of supporters can form around a network and the ideas that they have can create a real legitimate third party that can go in Congress or can go in a governor position. And actually build something. It's not going to be overnight. But there's more. In this country. As far as positions. That have people. Saying. Well I'm a Republican. Well how are you a Republican. If you believe in XYZ. Those are principles that Democrats support. Yeah, but I like D, E, and F. And a libertarian party is a waste. I mean, look at Johnson. Look at Jill Stein. Ralph Nader. The closest you had to something was Ross Perot. Ross Perot could have been that something. Imagine if Ross Perot... Imagine if Ross Perot... was a legitimate movement. And every four years... Every two years, every year, that movement grew. Today, we legitimately would have a real third party. And it would be not easy, but you would be able to actually win the White House because you would split the electorate three ways. Legitimately three ways. And that's what's going to happen after this election. Because you're going to have a wing of the Republican Party that breaks away from what is known as being a Republican. And all of this anger is not going to go away. And it's anger that the left created and the establishment Republicans created. Because the establishment Republicans knew about this anger year after year after year. And instead of doing anything about the anger, 
They led the anger along. They led the anger along. So it's like they had the dog. It's like when you hear about the dog that mauls somebody. And come to find out that the dog has always been an evil, nasty, bastard dog. And it lived in the backyard. And it just happened to get out of the fence and attack a little kid and kill him. That's like the Republican Party. They've always had this this animal. And since Bob Dole, they've always said, Dad, don't worry. Ah, don't worry. Don't worry. They fed the beast a little. Ah, don't worry. Pulled it back. Ah, don't worry. I mean, look at the Boehner, Paul Ryan switcheroo. You had John Boehner. Everybody was outraged by John Boehner. He stepped down. Paul Ryan comes in. And Paul Ryan's turning out to be Exactly what John Boehner was. He's exactly what John Boehner got thrown out for. You think Paul Ryan, after this election, win, lose, or draw from Trump, is going to be any different than he is now? Think he's going to be any different than he is now? He's going to be worse. He's going to be worse. So you've had these establishment Republicans basically feeding the pit bull, punching the pit bull, dogfighting with the pit bull, but leaving it in the backyard. And knowing that if it got out of the fence, it would maul people and kill people. And they knew what's been going on with the media. Like I said, when, when, when you get skunked by Candy Crowley and moderate, a long list of moderators, when you get skunked by them, but you keep agreeing to the same type of moderators, you're part of the problem. Rather, it's Michael Steele or Rens Priebus. When they agree to Lester Holt, they're part of the problem. When they agree to a guy who does the New Year's Eve ball drop with Kathy Griffin, you're asking for everything that's going to happen. So the establishments have known what's going on. Like I said, who in the right mind would ever go on with George Stapanopoulos and think they're going to get a fair deal in anything? Who? Who? Establishment types that don't look at the government, don't look at their jobs as something 
to do to make the country better. It's people that look at their job as a job and something that they need to have forever, like most of us do. Most people aren't looking for the next big thing. Most people get a job in a company and go, all right, here's my goal. I'm starting here. I want to eventually be the president of whatever the hell it is. I eventually want to be the best. You don't go, oh, I'm at this company now. You know what? I hope to go to a completely different field and a completely different company two years from now. That's not how it works. So now what you're hearing from the establishment Republicans like the Michael Medvids and the Rick Wilsons are what Trump is doing now is 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 really dangerous. What Trump is doing now is really dangerous. He's revving up this base. So when he loses, there could be some real repercussions. The next day, something that this country can never, ever, ever survive from. And this is bad. This is real bad. So you're hearing that from establishment Republicans and, of course, the left. Now, Brian Setzer on CNN... This is what he said. So uh, listen, this is what he said. If there is violence and unrest after election day, I think we know, I think we now know why, based on the hatred that is dripping out of Trump's mouth. He is dangerous. And he goes on to say, for a long time, people treated Donald Trump like he was a joke. Right now, it's a very serious drama. That speech he made today was paranoid. And that speech was dangerous. It was a speech driven with hatred. A speech driven with contempt. Railing against bankers and corporations and the media. And this grand conspiracy that somehow... He has only been able to connect the dots of. It sounded like a lot of dog whistle to a lot of people. So now, because everybody has been exposed. Like I said, really Trump is this vessel. He's exposed all of these people. I think eight months ago I did a story where I said it's kind of like the movie They Live. Where you put the glasses on. Roddy Piper. The rowdy, rowdy one. You put the glasses on and you go, oh my god, everybody's aliens. And then you take it off and everybody's normal. 
And that's what it's like. Because when Brian Sletzer goes, conspiracies, rallying against the me, rallying against the... Well, it's not a conspiracy anymore, stupid. This election cycle, everybody's been revealed. So you can't say, oh, the whole media in the tank against Trump, that's just a conspiracy because he's losing. No, no, not when Donna Brazil, who's CNN, is giving answers, giving the heads up, giving the 411 to the Clinton camp. And CNN acts like it didn't exist, like it didn't happen. When the NBC poll that came out the next day after Trump kicked the crap out of Hillary, when that poll shows that Trump all of a sudden is down 11 points and all these horrible things, and that's the narrative, and then you find out that the polls conducted by a super PAC or people that are involved with the Hillary super PAC. They've been paid a quarter of a million dollars and you're going, wait a minute. Just, this is beyond corrupt. And this is evidence. You can't say, ah, polls are rigged. Ah, you're just a Alex Jones conspiracy kook. Now you actually can go, no, look, look, this is proof. This is real. So what do they say? Oh, this is getting, you know, what Trump is doing is getting dangerous. Well, what do you mean what he's doing is getting dangerous? Like I said earlier, what, the roosters come home to hatch or whatever the hell that is? It's like the left does this all the time. Just like what they did with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Black Lives Matter, moveon.org, it's all an, it's all orchestrated to 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 create false narratives. And as this thing builds to where Black Lives Matters are burning down grocery stores and things like that. As as it starts to build, and then cops get killed. Cops are getting slaughtered on the street. The left then goes, oh, no, 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 now we got to pull it back. Oh, no, this side. And it happens with every aspect We talked about it yesterday, we talked about it months ago to the point where it gets repetitive, but the same people that are saying, how did our politics get to where we are? How do we got the Donald Trump? How do people think it's acceptable to to make fun of people and this and that and that? And you go, wait a minute, you guys are the ones that created the culture that we live in. That's not the Republicans. I'm watching a Judd Apatow movie 
where they're making fun of Stephen Hawking's. Where Jonah Hill and one of the other characters are making fun of Stephen Hawking's. Well, that's the culture. That's the culture. So little kids see that and they go, oh, they're making fun of the guy in the wheelchair. Ha ha ha, funny. Oh, they're making fun of Jodie Foster in the movie Accused where she's raped. Ha ha ha. And then all of a sudden, when you get a Trump, the left is like, oh my God, how are you, what do you mean? You created this. You created this world we live in. Republicans don't control the media. Republicans don't control Hollywood. I mean, this is what liberals do. Only liberals can get away with the plight of the black man and how bad they have it and the racism, the systemic racism and all these things. And yet the president is black. The attorney general's black. The attorney general before them was black. Valerie Jared, I think, is kind of black. She's something. She's something of color. And yet, black folk are worse off under Obama than they were under George Bush. Matter of fact, the new statistics came out yesterday that say Latinos. Latinos. have benefited the most in the past year. Jobs, education, their their average uh, medium income, all those things are up. So again, the left creates this bubble. They create this 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 pressure cooker. I mean, Syria. All, all I've been hearing is Essie uh, Cup and a bunch of other people like her. Look what's going on in Syria. Look what's going on. Aleppo, Aleppo, Aleppo. The buzzword, Aleppo. Who created Aleppo? Who created where we are today? Obama. Obama did. The liberals did. So here you got Brian Stetzer. You got Michael Medved. And I haven't even gotten to the Politico story. Talking about Donald Trump and his now dangerous rhetoric. Because the left and the establishment Republicans know that come election day, if Trump loses... There's going to be millions and millions and millions and millions of people that will be able to say, now we know the media is corrupt. Here's the proof. Voter fraud. 
Here's the proof. The big banks control the government. Here's the proof. And now we're not going to listen to you ever again. And when Hillary Clinton, if she wins, makes an executive order to limit people's gun rights, there will be some serious, serious protesting. I mean, the left and the establishment Republicans are terrified that there's going to be tens of millions of people that are going to say, hey, if Black Lives Matter and MoveOn.org and the George Soros crowd can organize and take over streets, break windows, and do what they do when it's called a protest, then you know what? We're going to do the same thing. Because everything we were told is not happening is. When our girlfriends or our boyfriends or our husbands or our wives have been telling us the cheating thing, all in your head. It's all in your head. And we now catch them red-handed and we go, all in our head? Oh, and real fireworks fly is exactly what's going to happen come election day if Hillary wins. And the establishment on the right and the liberals are terrified now. They're terrified. Those WikiLeak drops show Hillary Clinton colluding with the banks. Shows her colluding with the government as far as her emails, the secret servers. Shows collusion with the media. I mean, what are you hearing today? The women that just came out last night really only came out because at the debate, Anderson Cooper challenged Donald Trump if he had ever done this before. And so these women heard that and that empowered them because... Because Trump dared them to come out. Similar to what Gary Hart did when he told the press, oh, come and follow me, come and follow me. And that's what they did. And then they caught him with Donna Rice. And that's with the media. That's with the left. 
That's what the establishment Republicans, your Ben Shapiro's, your SE Cups, your Rick Wilson's. That's what they're all saying. But these millions and millions and millions and millions of people out there that have sat back over the years and been told we're all cuckoo birds are now seeing, wait a minute, New York Times. The paper that's owned by Carlos Slim. A Mexican billionaire who despises not just Donald Trump, but Republicans. Anybody who wants to shut down the borders. But regardless, put him there. New York Times reporters who work hand in hand with Democrats. Hand in hand. So these millions of people are sitting there going, so we're supposed to believe this was not a planned attack set up by a corrupt media that's owned by a billionaire. I I mean, everything that Trump is saying has been proven. So, yeah, guess what? There's possibly more low-information voters and uh, liberals that will vote than Republicans or, or people that are not them that would vote for Trump. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. But what all of this has done is proved that all these people were right, they weren't crazy, and now they're going to be a disruption going forward. They're not going to go quietly. Whereas before, they would go quietly because you don't want to keep pushing something that you're told over and over is crazy talk. No one wants to be Alex Jones. No one wants to be told, look at this kook bird. He thinks Newt, they all think Newtown was fake. They think this, they, they, nobody wants that. But now, all these people can't be told that. All these people can't be told you're crazy. And now the left is freaking, along with the right. They are freaking. Because now there won't be A silent minority. There's going to be 
a vocal minority. You know, I told you guys this a year ago. People on the right need to fight fire with fire. This notion that you're going to get anything, anything, by taking this imaginary high road is absolutely wrong. It's absolutely ludicrous. All the times, everybody on the right who didn't want McCain and didn't want uh, Romney, but were told, go along with the damn program, and said, okay. All of those people now are saying to the people that told them to get along like the Ben Shapiro's, the Bill Crystals, the Glenn Becks, the Ladena LaDouche, the Katie Pavics, the Rick Wilsons. All of these people are now, hey, F you. F you. And they're all terrified. All these people, they're just going to try to burn the whole house down. They're nuts. If they're going to go into that ballot box and vote Democrats or not vote Democrats, not vote Republicans, just vote Trump and leave. They're all, they're all freaking. They're all panicking. That's why Brian Setzer is saying, hey, what Trump is saying is dangerous. What Trump is saying is dangerous. It's like a conspiracy theory stuff. No, it's not. And it's a pattern because Politico did the same thing. Politico said... Today's speech, Trump slammed the political establishment he described as clinging to power and subservient to corporate media, blaming both for the spat of stories detailing uh, it, the, uh, the, allegation, the similar allegations of unwanted groping from a number of women over several decades. Quote, the Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich themselves. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. The corporate media in this country is no longer involved in journalism. For them, it's a war. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a racist, a sexist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. Now, everything that Trump said is correct. Everything he said is correct. Jesse Waters from Fox News does a man on the street segment where he's poking fun at Asians. 
or at least having fun with stereotypes. But nothing that the left has not done or continues to do. And I brought up the example of the show, Fresh Off the Boat. The name alone is racist. FOB, F-O-B. That is racist. That is racist. Now, I'm not going to go into a whole list, but what Trump said is true. If you question the president, you're a racist. If you wear the wrong Halloween costume, you're a racist. All it takes is for Trevor Noah. Remember, all it takes is for the entertainment business, which is now no different than the media. I, I, that's why I, 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 even though I make the distinction, they're, they're one and the same. They're one and the same. If you watch Trevor Noah, it's supposed to be an entertainment show. Like, like I said, for some reason, if Bill O'Reilly and his crew do something, they're racists, they're homophobes, they're all these horrible things because they somehow are not comedy or they're not uh, political humor. They're morally safer. But when Bill Maher or Trevor Noah or uh, Stephen Colbert, when they do something, it's comedy. It's all good. They can do whatever they want. It's comedy. There's no petitions to throw them off the air. Nothing like that. So when Trump says... If you challenge anything, if you challenge anything that goes against the left, you are deemed a racist, a sexist, and a xenophobe. A hundred percent. I mean, the minute you talk about the border, the minute you talk about the border, you're a xenophobe. You Listen, that, that, that's not a conspiracy theory. If you say people should not be allowed to come into this country unless they do it legally, and the people that are here illegally should have to leave. If you say that, you're a xenophobe. I mean, that is 100% legit. That is 100% legit. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's a, so if you go against the left in anything, they label you racist, xenophobe, redneck, hillbilly. I mean, these are facts. The, the, these aren't conspiracy theories. These are facts. Absolute facts. And these are things that people have known. But you only hear about this type of stuff once in a, well, ever. Seriously, when have, 
we had anybody. And not to sound corny and quote rock music or rock bands, but when have we had anybody rage against a machine? Seriously, when have we had anybody? Because remember, you can do it, I can do it, anybody could do it. Hell, somebody in Hollywood could do it. John Voight can do it. But if there's no platform to that, then nobody hears it. There's no, if, if there's no platform, and I've said it a million times, some of the listeners have said it, they, they email me, they, they'll tweet me. The tree falls in the woods and nobody's there. Did the tree really fall? Did you hear it? If nobody's there to hear it, it didn't happen. We've said that countless for months and months and months and months and months and months and months. That's why when those Milwaukee riots happened, the media didn't cover it. There's getting too much press. Showing Black Lives Matter folks burning stuff down. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have that. So this is really the first time that anybody has raged against the machine with a platform that the media and the left and the establishment on the right are forced to cover. They're forced to cover it because Trump is running for president. So they have to cover it. So when he's talking to 20,000 people and he says, corporate media in this country... No longer involves journalism. And why the media and why the left is freaking out? Because when those WikiLeaks have been dropping, it shows journalists in cahoots with political campaigns. I mean, again, the fact that the Daily Beast is owned by a company that Chelsea Clinton sits on the board of should be something that discredits the Daily Beast. But it doesn't. But nobody ever brings that up. Once in a blue moon, you'll hear it on the radio. Or on some conservative website that no one goes to. But unless it's on CNN, unless it's on NBC, unless it's on your local ABC, NBC, CBS, nobody knows. And that's why, again, the left is saying, and the establishment, like the Medvids... And the Charles Krautheimers are saying what Trump is doing. It's just so, oh my God. It, because they know. There's now proof 
to what Trump is saying. There's now proof to what everybody's been saying. And now nobody can ever be told it's all in our heads. I mean, just listen to the, just listen to this. This isn't being a journalist. At no other point in his campaign has Trump been so publicly humiliated by the accumulating and damning allegations about his own past behavior. While his campaign has been rebound, has rebounded from countless controversies sparked by his thin-skinned. I, I mean. That's not being a journalist. I mean, that's not being a journalist. So the left is freaking. The left is freaking. I mean, the article was entitled, Donald Trump goes full Breitbart at today's rally. Like I said before, if you're not part of the mainstream world, if you're not part of the left, you get labeled the extreme right, the alt-right. Breitbart right. But everything else on the left is is just normal. You never hear MSNBC called the extreme left. You never hear CBS called the extreme left. Leftists extreme. Nothing. Because that's the norm. That's the norm. And they go on to, uh, to keep saying, he suggested the damaging stories that have emerged in recent days are a result of collusion between Clinton's campaign and the corporate media to elect her. So a President Trump doesn't disrupt the status quo that benefits them. Well... You used to be able to say stuff like that. Ted Cruz used to be able to say stuff like that, or, or whoever. The me, everybody knows the media and the, uh, Mark Levin. People been able to say it, but now, when you have somebody with a legit platform, and there's legit documents to back it up, it freaks the left out. Because deep down in their minds, deep down in their minds, in the back of their little minds, they know that win, lose, or draw after this election, there's going to be some serious problems. There's going to be some serious problems. I had this conversation with my girl last night. She goes, I'm so sick of all of this. She says, I'm so sick of all this. And what's going to happen after the election? If Trump loses, what's going to happen? I go, you want to know what's going to happen? I go, you want to know what's going to happen? This country is going to be more divided than ever. 
because you're going to have about 35 to 40 million people that now feel vindicated that they're not crazy. They're not goofy. They're not kooky. And they're going to be pissed. And they will never again fall in line with the Republican establishment. And they will be more vocal than ever. And I said, these leaks and things of that nature are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And the more the stuff comes out, if Hillary wins, the more people are going to get even more mad. I told my girl, I said, I said, this, this, this is, this is big. I go, this is big. I go, it's almost bigger if Trump doesn't win. Because when Mitch McConnell said, my job is to make Obama a one-term president, you could have legitimately argued that that was an effed up thing to say to the extent where you go, hey, he won the election fair and square. There was a lot of people that voted for him. Like, sure, the media protected him 100%. And if the media didn't protect him, he would never, ever have won. I mean, just having the name Hussein. Just, just, I I mean, do you really think if the, do you really think, listen, do you, Imagine uh, you got you got to just kind of suspend uh, belief because then you got to say the, the you know the the the, the media is flipped and it's controlled by Republicans blah 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 but let's just say do you really think Mitt Romney or John McCain or or any Republican could have lasted if their middle name was. Adolf. I mean, the fact that Obama's name, I know it sounds so superficial, but the fact that Obama's middle name is Hussein, the fact that Obama's birth father was a Muslim, the fact that his stepfather was a Muslim, he grew up, for a few years in Indonesia wrote books talking about the sweetest sounds of 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 you know of, of the uh <laughs> of the uh the, the 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 prayer bells for um you know uh, to to get up and pray the the the, the for Islam I mean Imagine if if that if that type of stuff involved the Republican. 
It just wouldn't have happened. But, back to the point. At the end of the day, when McConnell said that, and the left went nuts, it was mildly legit. It was like, hey, he won. You had millions of people that voted for him who wouldn't have voted for him, but, you know, I voted for him. I purged my sins. Like I told you guys yesterday and the day before. I was basically told, hey, anytime you ever laughed at a racist joke, anytime you ever laughed at a Amy Schumer, anytime, anytime you, 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 you ever picked up a totally tasteless joke book, any of that, any of that, and, and you laughed at a black joke, all will be forgiven if you vote for Obama. You will purge that white guilt. So I did. I voted for him. Of course. So that was legit. That win was legit. Again, yeah, the media protected him, but at the end of the day, it was legit. This win, if Hillary takes this election is not legit in the sense that the media the the, the I mean the left the the establishment on the right everybody did everything in their power to make sure Trump didn't win and and Legit, Hillary Clinton, her staff, Bill Clinton, think tens of millions of people that didn't vote for them are scum, are garbage, are, we use the word deplorable, but legit. Hillary Clinton doesn't give a crap about the 60 million. She doesn't give a crap about, I would say, 35 million people. And there's a percentage of them that she'll work with because they'll say, hey, Hill, you know, it is what it is. But the other half, she legitimately despises. She legitimately despises. Remember that debate? My enemy is the Republican Party. My enemy are Republicans. Vast right-wing conspiracy. So, yeah, why is the left freaking out? Why is political freaking out? Why is CNN and Brian Seltzer freaking out? Why is Charles Krautheimer freaking out? Because everybody's been exposed. And there's legitimately, if Hillary wins, going to be tens of millions of people that are going to be outraged. And they're going to say, that's not my president. That's not my president. This was not... 
a fair election. You're going to have millions of people, and they're going to point to a lot of evidence. Whereas before, it was a lot of, you're an Alex Jones conspiracy nut. But not anymore. You legitimately, you legitimately, you legitimately have paper trails, countless paper trails that show collusion at the highest level. You know, when people say, well, Donald Trump, he's a fascist. You know, when I listen to a, a Glenn Beck or that unhealthy Megan McCain, he's a dictator. He's a fascist. He, why? Well, he he want he he wants to make reporters, you know, wait outside. He doesn't want to give reporters special treatment. That makes him a fascist. You know what I think makes someone a fascist? What what I think is more like. A dictatorship when the president or somebody running for president, a political party, controls the media. When a political party controls the media, you can't get more fascist than that. You you can't. It's 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 impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Somebody said, "Hey, there there's polls that have uh, Trump a little ahead." There's exactly. And yet, what does the media tell you? I mean, I'm looking at a new Monmouth poll that's out from Utah. That has Trump up 34, Clinton 28, and the Magic Underpants kid at 20. But that's not what's being broadcasted on CNN and NBC and ABC. And you know what's being broadcasted? The poll from NBC yesterday, or CNN or whoever the hell it was, that has Trump and Clinton dead tied. And that just shows how horrible Trump is. But yet a Monmouth poll has Trump up 34-28. Marist poll in Ohio, Trump 42, Hillary 41. But yet polls that CNN and MSNBC and ABC are talking about, Fox, has Trump losing in Ohio by something like 9 or 10 points? What? I mean, every story you read, every story you read by the media, is tr- it's over. Trump is done. It's finished. He's, it's done. It's it put a fork in him. It's done. It's over. 
And you're going to see more and more stories coming out from the Brian Setzers and the Krautheimers and the Ben Shapiros because they know that what's happening is their fault. They know. The establishment Republicans know that they've had this animal caged in the backyard for all these years. And the minute it gets out of the cage, it's going to attack. They know they've had this. They played with this fire. They played with this fire. Give us the house. We'll do this. Give us the set. We'll do this. Give us this. We'll do this. Vote for this. We'll do this. Vote for that. And they've never come through. And the left tells everybody they're cuckoo birds. And when you're told you're a you're a nut job long enough, you believe you're a nut job. And now everything is playing out to be true. And there's going to be more. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Come a day before the election. There, every day there's going to be more stuff. I mean, the media is going to have to just keep pulling out these girls. I mean, they're just going to have to keep pulling girls out. Every day you're going to hear another girl story. Every day you'll hear another girl story. Because the only reason you saw this happen is, of course, you know, everything that's going on with Hillary. But once that NBC tape came out, and of course, we talked about it, this was all planned. Once this NBC tape came out, any story could come out after that because then they just reference the NBC story and go, well, here he's talking about sexual assault. And here's this girl saying he grabbed her pussy. Here's this girl saying he forced his tongue down her mouth. That's in line with what he said to Billy Bush in 2005. So you can't discredit these girls because he said that's what he does. So every day you'll see more and more and more. So on a day where there's a story that has John Potesta calling Mexicans needy, There'll be some 90-year-old woman popping up going, Oh, back 40 years ago. Back 40 years ago. Donald Trump grabbed me like an octopus. There was a site yesterday that, uh, uh, that, that, that showed that the woman's lines she used were from somebody else's accusations a year or two ago in the Daily Mail, and they were from a rock band's song. Some rock band used it as lyrics. The 75-year-old woman's got ties to the Clinton camp. She's got to, again, it's, but millions of people understand that now. And those millions of people are upset. 
And the left knows it. And they know they're going to have to deal with this. Should they steal this election? When the left, the left goes nuts when you say that. They go, oh, man, when all you people talk about stealing, you're, you're degrading our democracy. No, we're not degrading our democracy. You have all degraded our democracy. You, CNN, you, NBC, you, the New York Times, you, the Washington Post, you've degraded our democracy. Saturday Night Lie. I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. You have degraded our democracy. You have not created a level playing field. And if you don't have a level playing field in democracy, then it's not democracy. Isn't that the Democrats' big stick up their ass about voter ID well when you when you do the voter IDs and you limit voting stations you're you're depriving democracy you're limiting people's uh, chance to vote you're like democracy well doesn't the same go for the media and the fact that the average Joe doesn't go online and hit every single conservative Republican website to get a counterpoint. So the only way they get their news is by CNN or NBC or their nightly news in whatever local channel is on in whatever local state they're in. Aren't you effing with democracy? When that system is set up by the Democrats and the Democrats send marching orders, isn't the democracy somehow rigged? Of course it is. And for anybody to say otherwise is nuts. That's why I say the left uh, they're they're uh, they're out of their mind. I, I give you I give you an example. I'll give you a quick example. One of our Periscope people said Trump is the king of conspiracy theories. Imagine, imagine. All of this stuff is now a conspiracy. Democrats control the media. Is a conspiracy now. Donna Brazil, CNN, John Harwood, uh, CNBC, Chris Hayes' producers, MSNBC. How is that a conspiracy? See what I'm saying? The left, man, they're 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 wrong. They're they're unhinged. Like I said, win, lose, or draw with Trump. Whatever. He at least exposed all of these people. Because the people that look stupid are the ones on the left that tell you it's a conspiracy. You're nuts. Like I said, they're the girlfriend that you catch cheating and they tell you it's in your head. And you go, I watched you. I, I watched you and the guy. I watched. 
wasn't me. You're, it's in your head. It's not in my head. I, I watched you. Oh, the media is controlled by Democrats. That's a conspiracy. What do you mean it's a conspiracy? How is it a conspiracy? Here's proof. It, it, there's proof. How is that? How is that a conspiracy? Well, it's a conspiracy. Okay. Okay. Who controls the media? The Democrats. Who controls the Hollywood? The Democrats. No, they don't. That's a conspiracy. No, it's a conspiracy. It's kind of like, and it's kind of like, and, and this isn't anti-Semitic, okay? I don't even want to hear anybody say it's anti-Semitic, because it's not. And I've done a bit on this show saying, no, this is actually true. Just like when you say the majority of executives and studio bigwigs happen to be Jewish Americans. Oh my God, how can you say, what do you mean how can I say that? It's true. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's true. It's it's true. It's 100% true. Just 100% true. There's not a lot of Italians. There's not a lot of blacks. There's not a lot of Roman Catholics. It's true. Just facts. No different than the media is controlled by Democrats. You can't look at George Stepanopoulos, who worked in the White House, and say he's not a Democrat. You can't. You just can't. And when you call that a conspiracy theory, you're, you're being stupid. You're being stupid. And now, everybody is seeing all of this play out. Can't hide from it. And the more people try to deny it, the more millions and millions and millions of people get angry about it. And that, my friends, that, my friends, is why the left is terrified, and that's why the establishment on the right are terrified. Because all of these people are not going to go quietly. Should Republicans lose on election day. They're all going to know the entire system was legitimately rigged. Just like it's always been rigged. And just like it will stay rigged. It's the Rob Zakari Show. We're going to take a quick break because uh, I had uh, people uh, uh, bitching at me because uh, we don't take enough breaks. And they told me that they got to piss. They're like, dude, we got to pee. 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. It's Rob Zaccari Show. Don't forget, you can follow us on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio, type in the Rob Zaccari Show. If you're in your car right now, and okay, if you're in your car, I don't know how you'd be listening to us in your car unless you already know. So if you already know, then what I'm saying to you is moot. But if you're at your house right now and you're listening to us on your computer, just know that if you get in your car and you have iHeartRadio app, if you know you have an iHeartRadio app in your car, you can dial us up, the Rob Zakari Show, and you can listen to us in your car. Some of them new fancy cars, not them old crappy cars, but them new cars. Okay, those effing new cars. My car, my car has it, but I didn't, I didn't pay extra. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I didn't know. I should have known. That's stupid of me. But the, the I, hey, if you got a Mercedes, dude, it, it already comes with it. You don't got to pay extra for that. Uh, I think Fords too, like the Ford Fusion. But anyways, if you got iHeartRadio. And it's in your car. You can listen to us. You can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on Blog Talk. And then if you don't listen to us live, you can go to iTunes. Go to Rob Zaccari Show. Or you can go to our site, Rob Zaccari Show. 